So, of course, we always have shameless promotions as we come back to the fast lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. And, yes, we encourage you to tune in to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com as about an hour-ish from now, we'll be speaking uh, on our East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show, or rather, Ty Tracy will be speaking uh, on our East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show with JT Cruz of Jefferson Forest and Coach Collins from Amherst, as that's the matchup this evening. But let's not kid ourselves. When it's the jug ball, it takes on a different level of excitement and interest in our area. So before we look at the other matchups in the Seminole District, um, jug ball. I know it's cliche to say not much else needs to be said, but really, I guess where we'll go with this with Dave Walls of ABC 13 WSET, who's grateful enough to join us in the fast lane, is that even though this is not a banner year for these two teams like last year was, um, the buildup never seems to change entering this, does it? No, absolutely not. In fact, if you're a high school football player in Lynchburg and you and you end up going to Heritage or EC Glass, you dream of this game. You know, most other schools, you know, kids dream about making the playoffs, uh, winning a state title. And, yes, that dream is alive and well for players at uh, Heritage and at Glass. But, you know, I've spoken to so many players over the years that go, man, the one I always look forward to was the city game, the Jug Bowl. You know, that, to, to in many ways, this is their championship. Yes, they want to make a run. They want to win that state title. But, this is really the game that everybody in Lynchburg comes out for. You're playing in front of your friends, your parents, you know, friends that may go to the other school. And this is the one that, you know, everyone comes out for, and you want to make a statement that the city belongs to you, you know. And so for these kids, this is their uh, little Lynchburg version of a Super Bowl. And you know what? You know, the teams, even if they're not having the best year, they put a little something extra on it tonight. And – uh, it's never a dull game. Even like I said, even if one team's really good and one team's having a down year, it always finds a way of being an exciting game. So, like you said, it's cliche, but it much else needs to be said in Lynchburg. Dave, there's an interesting angle that you take with this rivalry tonight between Jefferson Forest and EC Glass at City Stadium, a venue, by the way, where both teams share for their particular home games to the point where they'll often have to alternate who gets the Friday game and who has to go on Thursday or Saturday with how this particular event is set up. Um, Is this a reasonable assessment, though, for the jug ball between Heritage and EC Glass? It has the feel of a smaller-town rivalry in the sense that there is bragging rights on the line. Yes, you can throw records out in a lot of rivalries, but it takes on a different tone in that regard as well that goes to all sports but is heightened the most on the gridiron. Yeah, it's 100% true. You know, uh, especially for the football community of Lynchburg, the youth football, uh, you know, which is very strong. You know, a lot of the players who will be on the field tonight wearing either orange or blue, at one point in time, they probably played on a team with one another. It really – I'm trying not to use too many cliches, but it does feel in a way like, you know, like a Lynchburg Civil War in a way where it's like, you know, brothers uh, once together, now <laughs> now fighting. Um, you know, hyperbole aside, though, I mean, this is the one that – Again, you know, you may have been playing with someone and now you're playing against them. This is the game that Lynchburg comes out for. And, you know, there's only so many ways you could say it, you know, that, uh, you know, bragging rights in this game 
you could talk to alumni who played in it 20, 25, 30 years ago. They will remember how they did in the Jug Bowl. They may not remember every detail of a playoff run. They remember this game. And, you know, that just means the world to these players and to these schools, too. The passion is uh, something that is definitely, definitely visible uh, on both sidelines today. Our our team at the Virginia Talk Radio Network, we have seen both Jefferson Forest – uh, play EC Glass and Jefferson Forest play Heritage, Dave, and have a different perspective, I guess, on on both those teams. Um, there's athleticism, obviously, when those teams square off. How much, though, do you anticipate this matchup to be even more of a defensive matchup than we've seen so far, just given that seems to, by and large, be the identity of both the Hilltoppers and the Pioneers? Oh, absolutely. Um, this is not a game that generally comes down to a 42-41 shootout type of game. You know, this is a uh, – I mean, it, it occasionally does happen. But uh, by and large, you get a lot of – you know, these teams know each other so well. These play, players know each other so well. And for, you know, for a number of years, the coaches knew each other so well. Now, you do have Jamar Lovelace coming in as a first-year coach uh, at Glass. And maybe Brad Bradley's uh, familiarity with his coaching style isn't necessarily the familiarity he had with Jeff Woody. But, you know, again, these programs know each other so well. They've, they've scattered each other. And, you know, just take in mind uh, last year. You know, that was a uh, 12-0 heritage win in a just grinded-out battle that was one of the trenches. You know, and uh, heritage only able to muster up two uh, quarterback runs by home of Bateman. But that's all they needed because – Again, neither side really got much of a drive going. Um, yeah, you could see it, and especially with the way these two teams have shaped up this year. You know, uh, Gla- uh, Glass's defense has been fairly strong. Even in their losses, they haven't given up uh, many of the big plays this year. And Heritage, when they have won, it's because their defense has gotten the job done. So, you know, the, the defensive team, the one that is the best, the best on defense tonight, will clearly walk away with this one. Yes, defense seems like it's a a particular emphasis indeed for the Jug Bowl this evening. Emphasis is a little bit different. Rustburg versus Liberty. Obviously, Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by TrostLaw.com with the 6.30 p.m. East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show on our sister station, 100.9, the Virginia's Talk Station app. Jefferson Forest at Amherst and Brookville against LCA. Is it reasonable to say that for Rustburg against Liberty, Jefferson Forest against Amherst, and LCA against Brookville, they're all in spots where they've got to avoid the look ahead given what awaits next week and then beyond as well with the playoffs? Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody wants to take anything for granted tonight. You know, Rustburg uh, has proven that they can put up points and they want to take care of business, and they want to do what everyone else has done this year, and in no disrespect to Liberty, but they want to be able to, you know, get the shutout and get in, get out, and have a have a quick night at the office. Uh, for Brookville, you know, they have proven to have some big play capability. Clearly they've had, uh, you know, some problems keeping teams in check on the defensive side of the ball, but, uh, you know, Brookville can put points up on the board in a hurry, you know, even with the young team that they have. You know, and Jefferson Forest wants that easy night at the at the at the box office as well. You know, get in, get out, stay healthy, and get ready for that big Week Eleven matchup. I know we've all got circled on our calendar for next week. So, yeah, this is, you know their matchups this week may not be you know top of the marquee, but you know it's an, it's another night at the office. Punch in, punch out, 
get uh, get the W and uh, and set yourself up for success next week. We will be looking forward to that in the not too distant future with WSET's Dave Walls. Uh, but we keep it in the present right now and pivot away from high school football, Dave. To college football, Liberty getting the victory over Western Kentucky. Um, how much does that put Conference USA on notice that Liberty in their biggest games this year at Western Kentucky, at Jacksonville State, among them, they've stepped up with statement victories and now clinched a spot in the CUSA championship game? Yeah, it's a huge, huge statement because if the Conference USA members weren't on notice now, they certainly are. Uh, weren't on notice before, I should say. They certainly are now. Every time someone said, well, this is the team that will give Liberty fits. Well, no, Liberty passes that test. You know, and I've heard some people say, oh, the conference is weak. The conference really isn't that bad. You know, Liberty's got an exceptionally strong team. They had an exceptionally strong team last year before things kind of fell apart at the end with, uh, with Toju Freeze leaving and some of the players not responding well to that. I think, you know, you have to give incredible credit to uh, Coach Jamie Chadwell for keeping this team together. Remember, they lost so many players in the transfer portal. Think about the amount of talent that went out. You know, a ton of players on defense. You lose arguably your top running back who, who goes in the transfer portal. And Coach Samuel's got to basically, you know, when you're a new coach, sometimes you get, you know, that year or two bump with the class that maybe the previous coach had. And then you get to get your recruits to come in. Uh, to, a, to a small degree, Chadwell did not get that luxury, you know. Uh, but he uh, also went with uh, Caden Salter, who, you know, it had flashes last year, but, you know, had never really been trusted to be the number one guy. Salter, to his own credit, has stuffed up his preparation, is a, uh, appears to be much more of a calm, dedicated player, you know, not just on the field in a game, but in practice as well. He's kind of rededicated himself to this process. And even when, when injuries have come, the offensive line has stood up, the defense has been – uh, with the exception of this past week, lights out in the fourth quarter. You know, there's a lot of good that has been done in one year. And uh, if anybody in Conference USA thinks that Liberty is, uh, you know, going to be an easy out or they're, they're ready to fall, you know, even in the Conference USA title game, uh, they have to bring their best because Liberty is bringing their best every week. And uh, so far, no one's been able to crack them. Dave, you bring your best always, and you make us better. So we appreciate that. It was too easy for us to go right into that segue. <laughs> to wrap up our chat with you, and we'll keep up with you, Dave, as you're at Martinsville this weekend after the Jug Bowl this evening. Dave Walls, WSET on the socials. Thank you much for your time today in the Fast Lane. We look forward to chatting again. All right, Ed, sounds good. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, tell Trey to enjoy his weekend at the track. Go easy on the hot dogs. Leave a few for me. I would appreciate that. Indeed. We will be glad to do that. Dave Walls, WSET, with us here in the Fast Lane. When we return, he's back. Uncle Luke, friend of ours here in the Fast Lane.